This is the Press Play Podcast, powered by Explainify. Join us as we dispel the mystery that surrounds video, the world's most popular medium for communication. We'll share our expertise and provide the best analyses, strategies, and practices as we show you how to establish brand awareness, create noteworthy educational content, and drive insane amounts of revenue. Here's your host, Derek Gerber. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Press Play. I am your host, Derek Gerber, and today we have Kim Addis, who joins us from Toronto, Ontario, and is the president and founder of the Frame of Mind Coaching Program, where she coaches leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs how to achieve high levels of success. She is also a podcast host, public speaker, author, has founded and led several other business ventures, including her latest project, The Journal That Talks Back, all while being a rock star mother and wife. Look for her in the next Wonder Woman movie. (laughs) Welcome, Kim. Tell us about yourself and what you do at Frame of Mind Coaching and The Journal That Talks Back. Well, first, do you see my steel belt? I'm wearing it. Um, I'm just joking. What do I do? I own a coaching company. We coach executives, leaders, entrepreneurs worldwide. We have a global company. We have a team of coaches in Canada and the US. And I've been doing that for 17 years. And we have a very unique way of coaching. But uh, one of the things we're doing is we just launched actually a, a few weeks ago, a new program that is aimed to provide accessible, affordable, and unlimited coaching for young people. And so by young people, I mean people between the ages of 18 and early 30s, 30, 35. And the idea is that they get assigned to a coach and they get to journal as much as they want with the coach. Could be once a week, once a day, six times a day. It doesn't really matter. But they will have a certified, dedicated coach on the other end who will read and respond to every single journal within a 24-hour time period. So we're super excited about that. We just launched it. And so I can't stop talking about it. <laughs> I, I can tell. And I'm super excited because I want to peel that back today because I think that's just absolutely one of the many ventures that you have going on, um, all encompassing around this great concept of focusing on mental health and trying to give access to professional coaching to people that need it the most, especially young professionals. And given the new normal, as I obviously bring up on this show a lot, uh, there's a lot of changes in the world. And I think the mental health game is probably one of the best that we could all break down together. So it's wonderful to hear that there's a program for young professionals uh, coming out to the mark. So tell, tell us a little bit more about that. What inspired you to get there on your big journey of all your successes? How did we end up here with it? And where's it going? Yeah. So I I will say to you that it came from, let's call it three different places, all merging together. So thing number one, I have five kids and they're all between the ages of 22 and 28. So do the math on that. But that's my age group right now. And I'm extremely exposed to all the things that they are excited about, struggling with, looking forward to, afraid of, all that stuff. So that's thing number one. Thing number two is I started to notice that a lot of our, the the corporate clients that we have were really struggling to recruit and retain and nurture a younger workforce. So they would hire a young person, the person would come on, they'd last for a week, and then suddenly they'd just leave, right? Not letting anybody know where they were going, but they wouldn't show up anymore. And they'd say, I don't know what went wrong. I don't know what happened. We spent so much time, money, effort recruiting these young people. And for whatever reason, we're not even aware that they're struggling or unhappy. And what do we do about this? How do we become more attractive as a company? 
How do we help these young people? How do we select the right people? And how do we make them stay? And so that became very interesting. And then the last thing was, you know, we work with leaders and I started to notice that a lot of our clients, our executive leader clients were struggling with their young adult children. So I had one, uh, one client who had a daughter who was, um, in an Ivy League school who had so much anxiety that she would get to a test and freeze. And so she, she had trouble doing her program at school. I had another client who had a son who was sitting on the couch all day long playing video games and she didn't know what to do. She felt like he should go get a job or do something. And then I had another client who had a daughter who was climbing out the window to meet boys at night and he was just losing his mind. Um, and so I thought to myself, boy, it sounds like young people are really struggling on so many levels and nobody understands them. And there's this big disconnect between what the professional world needs and what this younger population is going through, what if we created a coaching program specifically for young people? And so we did that. We said, but hold on a second. It needs to be affordable because young people don't have huge budgets. It needs to be accessible because we're looking at this wide diversity in the world. And it also needs to be unlimited. Like we need to just be there when they need us. So if it's at two in the morning, they can go and journal and they know that within a 24 hour time period, they will get a response. And so that's where we got the idea to build the journal that talks back. That's amazing. And it really is inspiring to know because there's so much uh, <laughs> pressure on the, on the younger generation today. So to define- much pressure. Right. I mean, between all the different social media platforms, the expectations, the the pressure to become viral or something more than yourself, uh, that forces <laughs> a lot of younger <laughs> minds in a lot of different directions that may not be so constructive. So it's good that we have a, a path to keep them on on track. And I think that as, I, as I'm leading into my next question here is that I know that you've used a lot of interactive content within itself, especially animation on your frame of mind coaching website. So I'd love to learn more about like, how do you decide on the framework of storytelling to explain your products and tell your client success stories all the way from the journal of talks back, but the, to the original frame of mind coaching. They're, yeah. they're so frame of, mind, frame of mind coaching is our flagship product, right? Our flagship service. We serve executives, leaders, entrepreneurs, like the highly driven population. That's our primary market. And he, like, if I kind of go back, I'll, I'll go really way back before I even started the company. And again, it's been 17 years. Um, I was actually hired by a coaching company here in Toronto to go and work for them. And I kind of observed how they coach and I thought, mm, I think they're doing it wrong. Um, and so that's a very interesting premise because what, what were they doing? They were basically saying, Hey, Hey, Derek, what's your goal? Okay. There's your goal. Great. We're going to create a plan and we're going to help you reach your goal by breaking your plan down into manageable components. And you're going to do all the things you need to do to get to your goal. And as your coach, I'm going to hold you accountable. And I thought, okay, that's nice, but there's something wrong with that picture because you know how to make a plan, Derek. You're a smart guy. Why aren't you doing what's on your plan? What's stopping you? What's getting in the way? And I thought there's something else going on. It has to do with the way you think, has to do with your beliefs, has to do with your upbringing, your wiring, the way you view the world, the way you operate in the world. And if I could really get inside your head and see how you view everything, view yourself, view others, view your capacity, your confidence, all that stuff. And I could help you make some small tweaks, then I could really help you succeed. 
So from the get-go, what we noticed was that if we could lay down the whole accountability model and like leave it alone and say, let's help people simply think differently. Let's help them align their thinking and their beliefs with their desires and their goals. Then they will naturally take action to reach their objectives. And so from the very beginning, we decided to get our clients to journal with us in this online journal. And so at first it was an experiment for me because I thought, well, if I can read their journals, then I'll just be a better coach. I had no idea what I was onto. I like, I really had no clue. I didn't understand how powerful it would be for the client and for the relationship between the client and the, and the coach and for the speed at which clients go. So I'm not answering your question because your question was about marketing, I think. I, uh, yeah, I mean, the way you pull these stories together, I think is what's most important. And to double back on that, I mean, that's really the point is that this is beyond just goal setting. This is beyond right down the three things you want to do in the next 90 days. This is literally diving into your intrinsic motivators. And I think that those conversations spark a lot of what we do in our own personal lives and how we carry ourselves in business and the things that we want to do and the people we want to work with. The goals we want to accomplish in business are far beyond three bullet points. And if you're anything like a try hard like me, you may have a list that's way too long. (laughs) So where do you start? You start at the things that motivate you, inspire you the most first. And then that's what I love about this program. That's what I love about the youth program too. At the same time, uncovering these things is really kind of dissecting and put the entire culture in Petri dish in which you grew up with, right? Under the microscope and saying, let's peel back those layers and really figure out what's important to you. And that'll help making your goal decisions and all these other things a lot easier from day to day because you're just going to be you. That's the best thing. What's important to you and what's getting in the way? Like if you're experiencing anxiety, if you're experiencing fear, if you're, you know, constantly wondering what other people are thinking about you, all those things slow you down. And the question is, where does it come from? How do you deal with it? How do you get past it? Because you can have a million goals, but if you have all this chatter running around in your brain that doesn't let you rest, it's going to be very, very hard to reach your goals. And then when you don't reach your goals, guess what happens? The chatter gets worse. It gets louder, harder, harsher. And I can't tell you how many people, and I use this expression, are holding a stick right? And what is that stick designed to do? It's designed to beat themselves up because they're not satisfied with themselves. They, right? They're so upset because they're not moving forward. They're not doing the things that they think they should be doing. They're not reaching their potential. And so what happens, right? Now they think that they can reach their goals when they beat themselves up further, when they hold the stick up higher and it couldn't be further from the truth. And that's absolutely right. And some people might think, oh, I need that. That's my fuel. That's how I get there. And like literally through everything that we do, even at Explainify, but in our day-to-day lives, like we make videos for a purpose and those purposes are, are very wide and vast. Everything from retail products to soda pop to software, like we make videos for all of them, but you can see who really comes to light and who really has the game dialed in, who gets excited about these things. You can also tell others who are just going through the motions. And I think that's a dangerous thing because when you're really trying to push yourself and you have a marathon type of sprint coming up, we really want everyone to be okay. And like that might work in a short term, but it's not an ongoing long-term, long 
long-term healthy fuel for you to be using. And yeah, you can only take so much beating. So maybe you got to whip yourself up a little bit to get yourself raw rod, but that's totally different than, yeah, the never ending cycle of beating myself down. And I'm never going to, I'm never going to surpass this gap as to what I think success should be, even though I can't even properly define what success means in the first place. Cause I'm, I'm too scattered. I'm not, so I want to make out. a distinction, right? I don't think yeah. it's good to beat yourself up. I think it's good to rev yourself up which is very different from beating yourself up. There we go. Rev yourself up. Rev yourself up. And what that means is, it's like, yes, you can pump yourself up. You can can charge yourself and come to the table with a much higher degree of energy. I don't know if you feel it right now, but you can. That's doable, right? So yes, rev yourself up. But the minute you beat yourself up, guess what happens? The rev goes down. That's a great point. That's a great point. And like, that's what's so cool about these programs is like, that's like the the intrinsic part of who do you want to be now merging with and how do you want to get it done? There's a science to life. Some people, some books, they say you need to do these things, but then how you go do it is your life. Well, <laughs> and, and how you go do it is highly dependent on how you think and what you believe and how you see yourself and all the inside stuff that's going on. You know, and like, that's what's taking me into my next question. It makes me so excited about this is that there's so much media and there's so much content out there these days battling for attention. I've said it on other parts of the other episodes, but 6,000 ads a day type of deal, like just bombarded with content, lambasted with it. And, you know, including our favorite content forum video, (laughs) Um, obviously. Uh, But, you know, so what are... What are some campaigns and strategies that you've implemented to really pull your audience in and get people to understand this journey that they're about to take with you? How do you, how do you provide that for them? Well, right now, our kind of media strategy, and we're kind of dabbling here and there, right? Our media strategy is to leverage Facebook and Instagram and to really talk to the audience where we know that they already are hanging out, right? They're on Instagram, they're playing games. And so we, we show up where they are. But what we're really doing is trying to tell the story. And the story is that there's a huge issue in the world with mental wellness at a young age. And so the question is, how do you get help? How do you get help? You know, therapy is super expensive. It's not easy to afford it. One session of therapy is like $200. So how do you do that over a year long period? Right? Um, Do you use an online program where they have AI? And the truth is, AI is cool, but AI doesn't understand emotions. And so what are your options? And so many people out there are, are the people who say, you know what? I don't really need therapy, but I do need someone to talk to. And so, and I think that's the vast majority of the population who says, you know what? I'm a little confused. I'm a little lost. I'm not sure what I want to do with my life. I'm not sure if this relationship is ideal for me. I'm not sure how to mobilize myself to move out of the house. I'm not sure. And I could use a little guidance, a little help, a little coaching. And so that's the approach is to say, what's going on for you that maybe could be eased up by simply having a conversation with someone who is a certified, experienced coach. And that means everything. And I really like that you touched on the AI part. Um, Automation makes our lives happen today. It's already around us. And that's really important. But AI can't replace people in a lot of different areas. And that's one of them. I need someone to talk to. Hey, that's great. I've been to your site. I need someone to talk to. Hey, I have issues and that's nice. And I see your form and survey, but I need someone to talk to. And right. like, just no different than at Explainify, um, you know, videos, you know, creating the process, like that could all be replaced by a robot, but that's not what people want. That's not why people trust us. 
for the trusted branding advisors and experts. I need someone who understands the game more than just going through the form. I need someone who doesn't just go through the process. I want to be in here for a long-term, I want long-term success with a team that cares. And I think exactly. that's where I, I want to feel home. like I'm cared about. I want to feel like they care about me. That's right. And exactly. like, you know, and that, you get me so excited because it's taken us on to the, I talk about three pillars on the show a lot, awareness, education, and revenue generation campaigns. But really I look at this as an educational segment, right? You're trying to educate, you're trying to uncover these things from people by putting in the professionals, the people that care, they're going to lead the, you know, the whole team to success, if you would. So how have you incorporated different video pieces into your coaching and training that bring that high quality education to your current and potential clients while establishing better relationships with these folks? Yeah, I mean, for us, we have uh, like video ads that we're using. We have Kim videos that are out there all over the world. Uh, I do have my own podcast that is obviously in video form where uh, it's called the Frame of Mind Coaching Podcast. And we have two kinds of episodes. On Tuesdays, I invite a, um, a, a leader anywhere to come onto the show and get coached live and in person right on the show. So they come. I've never spoken to them before. They come, they share a problem and I coach them right there live on the spot. It's always fun and exciting. And then on Fridays, I do something called Fridays with Fernie. Fernie is my daughter. And so she comes onto the show and she gives me a case study to work on. And then she asks me a bunch of hard questions to say, yeah, but what about this? And what about that? Um, but how would I coach the person in the case? What would I do? Where would I take them? What would I ask? You know, what do I see about this problem? And so we have these two kinds of episodes, but obviously they're all video based. And so we're out there, we're doing our thing. We have so many opportunities to kind of just talk about not only what we do, not so much what we do, but the content of what we do, right? We have the opportunity to share real value so that when somebody's hearing the video on the other side, they're saying, gee, that really resonates for me. That sounds like me. I'm struggling with that thing that, you know, I know someone in that situation or that position, or I never thought about it quite like that. And so we have that. And it's really important for us to always be adding value when we are creating videos. That's right. And like, I I just want to touch on that too, because it's really important from breaking down those three pillars. It really makes it easy as to what you're trying to accomplish from a business side. But this isn't a branding play. This isn't a revenue generation. I don't host it so you just come and pay me a lot of... No, I'm literally just putting out in the world for free for you to digest and you can watch it on demand at any time. That's the way everyone expects to engage content today with the streaming wars, if that's, you know, the term you want to relate to. Um, but everyone wants everything right now available to me. Most people are going to go and make purchases or make important buying decisions without ever speaking to anybody. And the more content that you put out there as the thought leader, as the trusted advisor, the more likely you're going to find high I value people coming in the door who are really going to put it all on the line and believe in your program and say, you got me. I saw the first pod. They will not forget that moment. And I think that's why this is so important. I see what you're doing and I love it. And I want more people to do more of it for the audience. (laughs) So you really get me excited, but I do. I want to ask you, so what's next, right? For frame of mind, um, but then also the journal that talks back between the two, what's happened in the next couple of years? What do you want the audience to know? Yeah, honestly, we just just launched the journal that talks back. So we're super excited about it. We see it blowing up. We see ourselves serving a huge population. We have a good team of coaches right now. And we have, you know, a sizable capacity 
but I imagine that capacity is going to run out at some time. And so we're getting ready for our next cohort to come in, our next cohort of coaches. And so I just see this massive expansion over the next two, three, five years, like massive expansion. I also see corporations getting more and more involved. They are really struggling. They need some kind of way to attract a better uh, generate, not a better generation, but a better a group of young people and find a way to keep them. They need to be supported. So imagine you're going for a job and the corporation says, great, here's what's going to happen in your first three to six months. You're going to be assigned to a coach, one just for you. Imagine how much that will add to the onboarding experience and really create a much greater level of confidence, calmness for that young person. So I just see all these kinds of things going on. And I do see like our involvement with the corporate sector to explode. You know, and yeah, as we're, as we're coming around to the end on this, I think it's really important to also touch on that just recently, you know, four or 5 million people just quit their jobs. And if you're not listening to this and you're not understanding and you're not gluing the two together, what's going to create that type of retentiveness? People are looking at themselves and their livelihoods and their situation and the new normal 2.0, 3.0. My goodness, where does it go? I'm not here to talk about those things. I'm just here to bring experts to the table that are helping other people navigate these things with confidence, right? Providing certainty during uncertain times, especially for young professionals looking to develop. Like that's really what we're trying to do is figure out how do we navigate that and drive that Drive that effort forward so we stay in between the navigational beacons, if you would. <laughs> so well, well, here's the really thing. You said something really important, right? There's something called the big quit that's happening in the world. You just talked about it, right? All these people are quitting. And so, you know, there's a perception that there's a talent shortage. There's no talent shortage. They just don't want to work for you. And so the question is, why? What's going on in your organization that's making it unattractive for a young person to say, yes, that's the place I want to be? They should be bragging about it, not lamenting about it when they sign off that Zoom. You don't want yourself to get a bunch of zombies out there, a bunch of zombies on Zoom. Right. And, uh, you know, that that creates a lot of resentment. That's something that we address regularly ourselves. Yet at the same time, I got to say, it's 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 prevalent along, along, <laughs> a lot, along a lot of different industries for a long time. And it's only because of the new normal, the new situations, the new expectations. It's pushing people to just force themselves to take that next step. They're they're moving around. They're moving to new places in the world that they haven't been yet. They are just looking to find themselves. And I think that providing just that little beacon of hope, just a little bit of talking back to a real person that I exactly. can trust and engage that'll guide me there, that you know, those things are the things that are going to keep me around for a long time and build those real solid relationships. So. You're 100% right. And I like the way you said that they're looking for themselves. They're trying to figure things out. You're 100% right. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I have even told many people before, I love having you here. But if you don't want to be here, that's okay too. Just tell me. I'm a really good reference maker. I have a 95% <laughs> ability to get you that next thing if that's what you truly want to do. So I love to have the talent on our time. We love our folks. And I love working with so many other people. But I know that you know if I could hook a couple more, it would be wonderful. But they're off doing what they love. And I respect that. Exactly. I'm happy from a kid, right? You know, I'm, now I'm getting a little prophetic over here. But when kids are growing up, what do you want to be when you grow up? A doctor, a nurse, a lawyer, you know, you know, what do you want to be? You know, a teacher. I just want to be happy, right? That's what I want the audience to hear. You can do it through making videos. You could do it through coaching programs. You can do it by whatever choice you want. Uh, but just be solid in your foundation and what intrinsically motivates you to be happy. That's kind of where I come from on this side. We use mediums 
like video, like static imagery and, and social media and all these other different platforms to communicate these thoughts. But at the end of the day, we've got to shut all that down. When you close your eyes, who are you talking to? Are you talking to yourself? It's got to exactly. be based. Exactly. Exactly. You're talking to yourself. You have a voice inside your head that doesn't stop talking. That's right. So, all right. All right. So before I get a little too carried away, I know I can have a lot of fun with these, but we're so excited to watch your programs come to life. We love the way that you're using content to resonate with your audience, but then that you're also providing this thought leadership in a genuine, insightful, and helpful manner. Uh, That only grows your audience and your professionalism, of course, out in the network, but really on the back end, you're creating those relationships. And that's what I want the audience to hear. So Kim, it's been wonderful to have you. Uh, Again, I have been your host for the Press Play podcast today. I'm Derek Gerber, and we'll be talking to everybody soon. Make sure that you like and subscribe if you haven't already, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Thank you.